It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Here's the question. If the game, let's say the game goes to overtime, the overtime could start right at midnight on January 1st. Could you then bet? Like, will the betting start at 12.01 a.m.? I've looked up the I've looked up the bylaws and the, the first day you can place your set your first legal bet yeah. is up to this set this second. You can't oh, get that really? Off. Yeah, you can't get that. So off. you're saying it opens on the first and then your bet you have to you can bet on the second. Got you. Interesting. I wonder why that is. I don't know. All right. Well, who are the top two on Kuiper's list right now, Mike? Jordan Addison out of USC and a guy I've never heard of, and I closed the link, but I'll pull it back up here in a sec. Uh, but a guy I was not familiar with from... I'll be honest, I never heard of the guy from US, USC. He either. won He won the... Uh, Addison is way too small. He won the whatever the Blitnikoff Award was last year. He, he, he was that. at Pitt. So he was with... Uh, he was Kenny Pickett's number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Then they, they basically... USC offered him all this money. Yeah. NIL. He, he went I remember that And now. dipped out. Yeah. He's a short receiver. Yeah. Um, he's not fast like John Ross was. or any, Unless he goes to the combine. Oh, John crazy. Ross was a massive oh, bust. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I don't – he's number one. He's, he's a he, – he got the size of McNuggets. He's number one, and then Quentin Johnston of TCU is number two. That, is, this no, is, that, is, is it number one? He got dreadlocks? Uh, yes, number yeah, one. Yeah, he's pretty good, but I don't know about his And then Jackson – and Jackson Smith and Jigba is 22nd overall on his big board. Yeah, so let, let, let's say that the team – and listen, it's one guy's opinion. Every team's opinion on these guys is mm-hmm. different, but – Maybe Jackson Smith and Jigba is on the lower end of the first round te- list right now, mm-hmm. and maybe if he went in the playoffs and played great, he'd move up. But he could just as easily not play well or get hurt and end up dropping down to a second round pick. And and second round, man, I, the difference between the money in the second round and first round is is palpable. Like you get a you get a fifth year option that for in the first uh, yeah. in the first round, second year. That's why Nick Chubb was so so hell bent on him getting some money because you're the running back that got picked in the second round. You don't even get the fourth year option. So the, the fifth the, year option. Fifth year. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think different. I thought Maurice had a good point though, just in terms of pedigree. If you come to Ohio State, you're receiver. That's true. You just look at Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, right. and you think, okay, these guys have been coached well. Yeah. We know we can drop them into our system. They're going to contribute right. I mean, away. they're probably the top two for the offensive rookie of the year. Olave and Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Boy, that's a monster catch he, Garrett Wilson had. Was it last week, the week before? That yes. catch and run. Oh, he's yeah. a beast. Olave was eating up and, the and Tampa think Bay about Buccaneers. They've both been great, and neither With one terrible has, quarterbacks. Both have terrible quarterbacks. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, State beat Can you imagine if either of those guys was playing with a good quarterback? Yeah. Oh, State had Jamison Williams. Yeah, who finally ja- played for the first Jackson time. Jackson Smith week. and Jigba. Yeah. Olave and Garrett Wilson and Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. at the same time. Get up out of here, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are yeah. you selling? What are yeah. You- <laughs> so the assumption will be that Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to be good as well. Yes. Because these guys have been good. Well, both of them said that he, he was better than them. Yeah. They all sat down in like a, a like a little three interview, and they said, oh, well, he's better than both of us. I mean, he led the team in receiving when they were there. Yeah. It's possible, by the way, that the MVP could be Burrow, who played a 
at Ohio State. The defensive player of the year could be Bosa, who played at Ohio State. The rookie of the year on offense is either going to be Wilson or Olave, Ohio State. Uh, defensive rookie of the year, probably Sauce Gardner. Man. He hey, played I'll at Cincinnati, which is in Ohio. This, this. What's that? <laughs> he played at Cincinnati, which is in Ohio. So. Hey, you, I, you know what? I changed my mind. You know what? He is right. He should have sat out all the games. As a matter of fact, that's such a good plan. I want to sit out. I'm going to sit out the ultimate Cleveland short show until the end of January. Just come back and be like, yeah, bro. I'm back with the money at man. I, I didn't I, listen. I'm saving my voice. They'll be like, uh, Garrett, we've replaced you. <laughs> we've replaced you with the guy who did the uh, the pictures. You're out of here. You're out. <laughs> He's the better version of Ohio. <laughs> he, you don't have that Ohio jacket. Where the hell did you get it from, too? I'm All still right. waiting. All right, we're going to get to we're going to bring a DD in the mix here in just a minute. Uh, we're also going to get to Baker, who who may let's start the conversation now. If a DD comes in, we'll get back to it. But Baker may start this for the Rams crazy. today. This is crazy. You Tonight. Know, it's crazy. Let me tell you something, and I may regret saying this in yeah. a month. Don't you say this. I think this is the best place for him to be. I, th- I actually think, and I've been as hard as Baker as Bull has, he's not as bad. Can we all agree he is he not as bad, bad but, as what he showed but the, in Carolina? Sean McVay may be a good coach, but they're terrible right now. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, when they are healthy... Yeah, but he's a free agent. I don't know that he's going to be there. Well, Hold on. I'm not sure. I agree with you that if he does end up there next year, it is a good spot This for could him. be a really good spot for him. This could be the best thing. When he, I think I said on this show, I wrote yeah. it, I don't know. I never liked the Carolina fit for him because he was going into a situation that was even more volatile than Cleveland was. Matt Rule's in... Agreed, although coach. there were an awful lot of Baker bros saying he has so much talent around him there. No, I didn't like that spot. Yeah. And now I think he's in a good spot. I'm not saying he's going to throw over 300 yards tonight. Yeah. But I well, think, like, obviously that's a good franchise when they're healthy. Obviously, Sean McVay's a good offensive coach. This could be a really good thing for him. But isn't if, Stafford the starter next year? If he plays, who's I to mean, say he doesn't walk away? Matt I Staff- think there's a chance. Matt Stafford looked terrible this year. But he was year. hurt. Still, a, still he a, looked terrible. He looked trash. But I, and he may if he steps. Listen, if Baker, I don't think Baker is being guaranteed a starting job anywhere at this point. No, there's no way. No. But if Matt Stafford retires, he would have a chance to start for the Rams next year if they brought him back. And yes, it would be a good spot because next year he'll have Cooper Cup. You know, there. But right now, he's not. I can't imagine he's going to show much. Mm-mm. I'm going to say because this. their running game stinks. Their offensive line stinks, and Cooper Cup's hurt. If there they got any, nothing. If there's any, here's here, we're gonna find out today, or if he does play, how much coaching matters in in in, in the NFL, right? You're gonna find out just how much. Well, tonight is gonna be just a slim down if he actually plays. Yes, yeah. it, but it'll be slim down. But I, I'm looking at Baker more, like five games. Like I'm looking for it like the same way with Deshaun Watson. Five games, can you get better, build up right. to something? Yeah. And, and, yeah, and, but. And I like, I like, but it's I, not like McVay's done a good job this year. I mean, his team's three. They for, go from a super, they're tied for the third worst record in the NFL. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're off. They lost the receivers. Their running game isn't what it was. Andrew Whitworth. Yeah. Retiring yeah, was big. All right. We got a DD. We do have a DD. Yeah. And I don't know who's on what IFB. So I apologize. I'm talking to you. We, we switched literally a DD. This has been the technological show. It's been a crazy from, day from, from the beginning. Yeah. Crazy. I, All the I, IFDs I, are I messed up. I apologize for looking down. I'm like trying to figure out what's going on. I had a blue screen for a good like four minutes. Let okay. me tell you what's happening here. Yesterday, okay. our soundboard crapped out in the middle of the show. So we had to cancel the second hour of the show. We only did one hour. Today, 
right before the show started, Joe, Jay got into a serious car accident. He's fine, but his car is trashed. Oh, and no. then G got caught up in the traffic behind that accident. So Jay didn't come. G got in here last second. So things were just, and, and we're having issues still. We're just, Wait, but Jay is okay? Jay's fine. fine. He's Jay's fine. okay. Fine. Jay's okay. He's fine. He offered yeah, to walk to, here. He offered to, to do walk the show. Here, yeah. And I, I said he should. I thought Damn. I saw. I was like, is that okay? Come on, man. Well, why he didn't she pick he him up? Good. He looked decent. Gee, if you were behind the accident hear. when you drove by, why didn't you pick him up? He, he had to deal with the insurance and police Jay had and all to that. stay there and deal with the insurance and the police. Apparently, his car is totally trashed, but he is I'll show fine. you guys the video after. It's, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah. What, what happened? Apparently, somebody T-boned him. Someone ran a stop sign and T-boned him, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. he's lucky he wasn't seriously hurt. No, Jay's very lucky. And Jay, Jay said he's doing good, so he we are very thankful. Go Passenger to side or driver's side? It hit. I don't know. I don't want to show you guys the video because I, I don't have the HIPAA yeah. violation for that. But Aditi, I'll show you after. And I don't know where it hit. Okay. But, yeah, yeah. but yeah. he's fine. He's, he's okay. He Jay is okay. The doctor just to Jay's be on okay. The safe side. Sometimes yeah, yeah. you get no, in an accident. Good. I remember getting in a car. Somebody hit me once. It wasn't that bad. They hit me from behind, but. Uh, I remember I felt fine, and then like a couple hours later, my neck was hurting because you don't you, mm -hmm. the adrenaline in the moment. You don't know sometimes right. things start hurting later, so he should probably go get himself checked out. But as far as we know, he's fine. Obviously, there was nothing serious injuries, which is good. So on a much lighter which is funny note, because in the last show he was so great about both Spiro and Jay. So I messaged Spiro and Jay, and I was going yeah. to tell him I'll just have to text him now and tell him yeah. what Spiro and Jay had to say about him. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Aditi, we were just talking about Baker Mayfield. He may actually – this is stunning to me. I mean, they just got him off waivers on Tuesday. He's having a miserable season. Jason's right. We didn't – none of us – even the most – the biggest critics like Jason and I did not think he'd be this bad. Uh, and now he might start. I mean, they went from the Super Bowl champs to picking up a quarterback off the waiver wire who's starting. I, I don't think we've ever seen a team – go downhill this quick have we well i mean i guess that whole f them picks thing has finally maybe <laughs> but you know what if you I win the super bowl that. it's worth it it's worth it you won the super bowl well and that's the interesting question right let's deal with the baker part of it first yeah. so oh. i think that this is let's hope that baker plays free at this point, Baker has nothing to lose. There is no reason to be tight. There is no pressure. Nobody expects a single thing of you. All right? Yeah. You showed up on Tuesday. How much of the offense can you possibly know? You don't even know your teammates' names at this point. Go out there, ball out, have fun, and see what happens. And I think this is very similar to a quarterback that – is in an environment where he feels like, okay, this is my last chance. This is my moment. It's either it's one of those like pressure burst pipes and it also makes diamonds. How do you handle it? Do you seize the moment? This is my chance to prove who I am. Or do you get tight because of it? Mm -hmm. And obviously you guys just made the point in Carolina, there were a million things going sort of not necessarily amazing, but I don't know that Baker necessarily seized the moment as well as he could have. And perhaps some of that might have been the tightness. That was a year ago when he didn't have the contract extension. And we saw earlier in the season, he maybe didn't just say, okay, I'm just going to ball out and let's see where the chips fall. So now there really is nothing to lose. You just got to LA. Yeah. Go out and play and see what happens. And I think it would be a heck of a story. I mean, I think it would be a really, really great story to see him get out there and play. And why not? I mean, why not? 
but it is a really terrible story. And I also saw something interesting the other day, if we're going to go back to the Rams. Would you take Matthew Stafford today over Jared Goff? Oh, that's Considering kind of their age, where they are, how much they cost, whatever. I mean, I wouldn't want either at this point. Give me Goff. But I'd still take Stafford and hope that he can come back healthy because I know I know what that Stafford's ceiling is higher than Goff's ceiling. I don't think I'm but curious. This is, which... But this is this is that whole this is the question of what you were saying about well you got your Super Bowl. This is the magic of an executive who can simultaneously build for the long term and know when to kind of cash in some chips for the right now. You know, and so it, it's it's interesting to see how that plays out. And we've talked about this a lot on this show. This is what's so funny, guys. Can you tell, like, I'm doing my best not to use the Steelers or the Bengals or the Ravens as an example, and I'm just <laughs> failing because I feel like I have perfect examples with those three clubs right there, and I don't know how to do it without mentioning another club. Um, somebody bail me out right here. But, again, that's kind of the point, like – you do want to always be somewhat relevant. So build for not just today, but also tomorrow and two years from now and three years from now. But you have to be smart and savvy enough to know, okay, this is not when we give up everything, but this is when we maybe pull, you know, one or two bold moves to get us over that hump. And I think the, the Rams clearly were just like, no, we're chasing that one big thing. They got their one big thing. But now what's the fallout from that? I, I, think, I think you can use the Chiefs in that, right? They had Alex Smith, but then they drafted Patrick Mahomes. They got they found Tyreek Hill, but then they refused to pay him all that money and traded him to the Dolphins. And they kind of find other little pieces and parts around to still stay relevant. They don't really have a crazy running game or a high priced defensive player, but they consistently are there because they found out, okay, well, Kelsey is important and the quarterback's important. And they always find a way to kind of reinvent themselves and stay relevant to a certain extent. But ultimately, they still okay, there. You're also talking. Yeah, exactly. You're also talking about one of the top two quarterbacks in the league, and I might struggle to, you know, like you're talking about a transcendent talent. Yeah. And you're talking about a transcendent offensive designer, engineer, and play caller. You know, not every coach is going to be able to make as many different varied parts work in a magical way, the same way that Andy Reid can. And not everybody has a Patrick Mahomes. So like they have the luxury of doing that to some degree and not having to sell the farm to get there because you've got a player that can carry the whole team there. But of course they also have, you know, like one could argue, why don't they spend more money on their defense? One could argue that, or why have they not devoted more to something else? I mean, that that's, that's why this is so much more than just getting out on the field. This is why so much of this is a chess match on so many different levels, not just on game day, but just in roster construction. I want to go back to Baker for a quick second. I was a little bit surprised that the Rams claimed him on waivers. And I'm wondering, do you think that there was any sort of backdoor maneuvering to get him there? Because when he asked for it and was granted his release, I thought, okay, for the first time, he has the ability to choose his next team. And he didn't. The Rams claimed him. Just curious, as well as you know him, do you think he's happy they claimed him? Do you think he had something else in mind? It was just curious to me that he asked for his release, and now he still didn't get the opportunity to pick his next team. 
This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. I think he's probably intrigued by the idea of playing for Sean McVay. Agreed. And this is actually taking me back to a conversation I had. This is interesting. Okay, so week 17 last year, I'm at the Rams at Ravens game. And as we all know, Odell Beckham found so much success in LA that he did not find in Cleveland. And on the field pregame, Les Snead, the Rams general manager, and I are kind of talking about this a little bit and about how Odell didn't necessarily have the same freedom within the parameters of Kevin Stefanski's Browns offense that he did have in LA with Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford. And part of that is Sean McVay and how he sees things. And Les Snead was telling me, and part of that also, is that Matthew Stafford was sort of used to this with Megatron. And that Matthew Stafford had said that Megatron wasn't necessarily the guy that ran the most precise, timed out routes, cutting and look, cutting at exactly this moment and looking for the ball at exactly this moment, that he was a guy that would freelance a little bit more. So Stafford was more used to kind of playing that way. And McVay clearly appreciated that, where perhaps Stefanski liked a little bit more discipline or strictness or whatever with Baker Mayfield and ran that timing and that rhythm and timing offense. I wonder if part of Baker, who loved to, right, Jason, like loved to freelance a little bit, loved to kind of play, let's call it backyard football. Is he excited to play for a head coach who's not going to constrict him that much? Is he excited to play for a head coach who says, just go out there and ball, go out and find your open man. And especially on a day like tomorrow, I mean, today we're Thursday. I can't, I can't keep anything straight. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, well, I've been with a sick three-year-old for four straight days, and I'm about to lose my mind. So if it's not already lost, in any case, um, yeah, I think that there's something intriguing about that, too. I mean, you made the point. Look, I'm boring the crap out of Adam. No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I love how she so just calls us out. Yeah, I love it, too. Adam, I just had to Adam, something up real quick. Are you not boring me She's at all? like a kindergarten teacher trying to keep us all in line. Yeah, keep me in line. I like it. <laughs> Go ahead. Jason, don't be throwing empty water bottles. I have an empty coffee cup. I'm waiting for the right opportunity. (laughs) Look at your Twitter. Look at your Twitter when I'm off the air. (laughs) He already spilled coffee all over himself this morning. Oh, it was a disaster. (laughs) And that's like the 17th worst thing to happen this morning. I blame Steve for putting me on camera while I was looking at my phone. Wide shot. I think they appreciate when I uh, when I'm calling you out. Oh yeah, yeah. We like it. Maybe I don't know. I've been looking at the the extent of the quarterback play. 
And maybe maybe it was us. Maybe we just naturally felt that it was easy for quarterbacks to put up these these huge numbers. Overall, I just see like the the quarterback play. It reminds us that playing that position is kind of it's kind of tough, right? It's a little bit hard, right? Gee, we are the most screwed up society. Let me tell you, Tua, right? Tua Tungavailoa has been the story of the last couple months. The way that he came back after the concussions, the way that he's playing, the way that Mike McDaniel has pulled this, that, and the other out of him, the way that his numbers are so insane. The guy hasn't turned the ball. He hasn't thrown an interception since September. Now he goes against the San Francisco 49ers, mm-hmm. whose head coach, Kyle Shanahan, was Mike McDaniel's mentor for basically his entire career. He goes against Kyle Shanahan, who knows Mike McDaniel better than anybody in the National Football League. And he goes against a 49ers team that, oh, by the way, has a pretty amazing defense. And people are like, what's wrong with Tua? Like, seriously? <laughs> seriously? Can we just, like, look at this for a minute? And so to your point, G, it's like we expect every quarterback to be the next coming of Peyton Manning. But, oh, not the Peyton Manning that won his second Super Bowl when he could barely throw the ball. But Peyton Manning, who's this, that, and the other. I mean, even my son said the other day, and remember, he's just seven years old. He's like, oh, well, Tom Brady used to be the GOAT, but now he's not anymore because now he's old. Well, Man. let's have a conversation about that. No, he your son may is right. Not be your son is right. right now at the elitist level, but he is still the all time winningest quarterback. He is still in a game that is measured by championships. Yep. He is still the quarterback that has the most championships. You don't just, you may not, and, and that's like the point of all time. Like we just. You got one Sunday afternoon to show us how great you are. And if, if you have a bad Sunday afternoon, well, then forget it. That's like Steve Becker saying, well, Aditi's having a lousy Thursday, so we don't want her as a guest anymore. She's out of here. Come on. Not everybody can be perfect, can have a perfect quarterback rating, whatever that is. We expect you to be perfect, Aditi. We expect the perfect quarterback yeah. rating from you. That ship sailed a long time ago. My parents <laughs> expected that, too, and they are still living with the disappointment. Now, are you, now, do you expect Deshaun Watson not to have a perfect game, but to be a little slightly better in a game that actually matters against the Bengals? Gee, how hard would it be to be slightly better? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's The what, bar is on the floor. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm trying Seriously, to say. Seriously, right? My gosh. Slightly. Now, look, we went into that game saying that we had absolutely no idea what 700 days of rust would really look like. And the week before I had seen Kyle Allen, who had not played in a regular season game also in two years because Kyle Allen had suffered this gruesome leg injury. And so a lot of that time was spent rehabbing. And then, you know, he was on a team last year, but wasn't really fully 100% and said it wasn't until training camp that he was fully 100%. But he had been practicing every single week. We had a Deshaun Watson that sure he was throwing with his quarterback coach and sure he was doing strength training, but that's not the same as running through a practice and running with a bunch of 30 year old guys running routes for you. I mean, you think that their timing matches Donovan Peoples Jones and Anthony Schwartz and Amari Cooper. So like, that was just about as rusty as, you know, kudos to the Browns defense, kudos to the special teams, Kudos to some degree to the run game, you know, whatever. But, yeah, he has to pick it up. I just don't know how long it takes to knock off 700 days of rust. 
I don't know. And I said this to you guys on Tuesday. I don't know if just getting out there once, if seeing a live rush once, if seeing a live defense once is enough to just flip the switch back on. Like, oh, yeah, okay, all my muscle memory is back. I, I don't – having not played the position, certainly not played it in the National Football League, I really can't speak to that. There seems to be this weird thought or line of question. Kevin's even got a couple questions about the last couple of days about going back to Jacoby. Can oh my we stop God. this? Like, <laughs> what sense does that make? Like, Deshaun is the $230 million quarterback. He's going to play regardless. Like, this whole idea about the Browns can still make the playoffs is nonsense. These okay, so th five... this is what I'll say. This is what I will say in defense of beat writers, because I think being a beat reporter is one of the hardest jobs that there possibly is. Jason, you and I have oh, I both done yeah. this. And my goodness, aren't we lucky that we get to do the 30,000 foot view now as opposed to getting at the beat. But sometimes you have to ask the question just to get the answer on the record. Agreed. I think that we are all smart enough to recognize that the Browns are thinking big picture, that the Browns have committed $230 million to this quarterback for the long term. This is a conversation we just had five minutes ago, that you have to be thinking about the future as much as you are thinking about the right now. If the Browns right now were sitting at 11 and one, then yes, it is very valid to say, well, the Browns are in the thick of it. The Browns are on the cusp of a potential major run. The Browns have been led by Jacoby Brissett, who is clearly fresher and more ready and is the guy that has led them to 11 wins. Okay, yes, there's a question. That's not where the Browns are sitting right now. Browns are hoping that they can back into the playoffs somehow. The Browns are hoping that they can put together some sort of run. But the number one priority for the Browns is setting themselves up with the quarterback that they committed an unprecedented amount of guaranteed money to. And so what is what best prepares that quarterback? Seeing actual live game action that counts. We yep. just talked about how ugly last week was because he hasn't seen any live game action. The Cleveland Browns organization is not served by sitting this guy because Jacoby right now is playing better. The the health of the organization, the future of the organization is tied to Deshaun Watson playing better. But again, we all know this. Every beat writer in Cleveland knows this. Every radio guy in Cleveland knows this. But you don't want to hear that from me. You want to hear Kevin Stefanski say that. So that's why the question needs to be asked. I agree now, with you. If it's just come up a couple entertaining this and arguing for Jacoby to play. Well, then those people I just... Yeah. Sometimes you can't argue it's stupid. It's come up more than once. Like, I agree with you. You do it once, you get it on the record, you move on. It just seems like this has come up a couple of times. And I'm like, what, what are we doing here? What are we talking about? Yeah, like, I know. You know what? I can't. I don't know. I, I know. Like it. I said, Jason, I'm just glad. I'm knock on wood. I don't have to go back to being a beat writer in yeah. the future of my career. Last thing, I just we don't all know. think it's a thankless job. We all know Stefanski 5-0 and against the Bengals. They're 4-0 and against Joe Burrow. And most importantly, 2-0 and the last two years since the Bengals have been good. And both those wins were dominating efforts. The two best games the Browns have played the last two years were their wins over the Bengals. Is there something to it? Is there a mental hurdle? Is Joe Burrow worried about the Browns? I don't know. Or is it coincidence? And do you expect it to change this week? I mean, I think last year you'd have to chalk up a lot to circumstance. I mean, it's almost like you have to throw out week 18. Joe Burrow didn't play. Jamar Chase right. didn't play. Jo or Jamar Chase played one play, you know, one yeah. series. Joe Mixon didn't play. The, it, 
every, so many guys were rested. Um, so throw that one out. And then, you know, the one in Cincinnati, I was at that game, of course, and I keep saying this, that was the Odell Beckham Jr. release week when it all sort of, when his dad put out the video saying that Baker kept missing him. And obviously there was, you know, pushback from within the organization that this is not paid painting the whole entire picture here and Odell was ultimately given his, asked to stay home and then given his release. So there was that sense of sort of circling the wagons, but also the way that that game started was Joe Burrow marching all the way down the field without any sort of issue. It looked like it could have been a really, really long day for the Browns until all of a sudden Denzel Ward steps in front of Jamar Chase and returns an interception 99 yards for a touchdown that right. completely sucks all of the air out of that stadium, out of what was then Paul Brown Stadium, now Pigcore Stadium, and the momentum completely shifts, and that game changed on that one major massive play. And so we're th the Browns were certainly better that day because yeah. they, they jumped off of that huge play, whereas the Bengals couldn't kind of get past that play and get their act back together and calm down and see the rest of the game, whatever you want to say. It's hard to say that those two individual games mean the Browns own the Bengals. Having said that, I did say to all of you on Tuesday, I think it's a nice matchup. I think that what the Browns do well matches up well with what the Bengals do well. I think that the Bengals have three top flight receivers. They have a very clear number one in Jamar Chase. They have a guy in T. Higgins that could be a number one on a lot of teams and really arguably is a 1B. And they've got a great, great, great slot receiver in Tyler Boyd. And meanwhile, the Browns, when that secondary is healthy, being able to put a Greg Newsom in the slot on every play and not just moving guys around, I think that's a really nice matchup. I think when that secondary is healthy, that secondary can really match up with receivers. I think that that rush is nice against a line, you know, when Miles Garrett and Clowney are playing as well as they are. I just... I think it's a nice matchup. That's it. You know, yeah. some teams face up against other teams well. And I also think it's a burgeoning rivalry. And I expect Cincinnati to be way, way, way more nasty than Houston was. And I wonder what that crowd does. I wonder if having constant booze and profane chants, if that's what it is, and all of that is another one of those circle the wagons moments. I mean, doesn't Cleveland sort of like this idea of us against the world? Certainly. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see. Aditi, great stuff as always. Have a great weekend. Where are you this weekend? What are you doing this weekend? You know, he says great stuff, but like he was scrolling through Twitter while I was <laughs> I wasn't talking, scrolling so. through Twitter. I was, part of it was great, I was looking right? at our Maybe show rundown to remind myself. Wait, Bull, show her the picture. Show her the picture real quick. Let's see what she thinks of the, the picture of us that Robert Oh, drew. there you go. Aditi, check this oh, out. Yeah. Where do you oh. want it? Here? Here? Yeah, uh, hold it there, right there, Jason. Right so, Aditi, we had Robert Conley, a local Cleveland artist, in studio to start the show. He was going to be at the end of the show, but then the car crashed and all this stuff happened. And he drew us this – all the artwork you see on set is his. And check out this awesome picture of us. Wow. And he just – he did that before he came or he did that – oh, he did. He prepared it before. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, this is not on the show. This was before, but doesn't G. So Bush cool. look like a 23-year vet NFL coach? I mean, it looks like Bush. Byron Leftwich right so there. You look so lean. You look so slim. Do you think that he could paint me just as skinny too? Yeah, that's what I, I said. I've been that skinny in 20 he, He's years. still here I in mean, studio. We could ask him. You're very skinny. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you're allowed to say that to a woman these days, Let but you are very skinny. <laughs> 
My pants just don't fit. Oh, That's what stop the it. Is, guys. We talked about this. Just buy bigger pants. Oh, bigger don't pants. Do yeah, no. Don't you do it. I need a new it. contract. I need a I need a new contract. Yeah. Then there we go. We, we might we might get to, he might be able to draw. There's the artist right there. Right, That's right. amazing work. Let me tell you. Amazing, amazing, amazing. She said work. that's I'm amazing so work. Impressed. Amazing, amazing, capturing, amazing. The best part is capturing everybody's personality so yes. well too. Like that's a really you could see everybody's Dang, look at Brad's neck. see who they all are in their facial expressions. Yeah, exactly. Jay looks like Barack Obama. He's right next to me. He he's like he's a light skinned Barack Obama. Like he kind of <laughs> looks like him. She sees it. You guys right are great. Adi, thank you very much. We appreciate Thanks, it. Bye, Always. everybody. Peace. Peace. See ya. Guys, we were talking about Baker Mayfield. Hey, before we get to Baker, before oh, we get yeah, to Baker. Before we do, go ahead, Do Mike, you know what make tonight's game a lot more fun? A nice glass of Cleveland whiskey. Their We're Christmas back. bourbon is now available. You can Christmas visit your local bourbon? liquor store. Take some home today. Whiskey without limits. Drink responsibly. And if Baker Mayfield's place terrible, you'll be a little tipsy, and it makes the game that much better. So Cleveland whiskey. Drink responsibly. Our great friends. Real quick before yeah. we get to uh, Baker, I, swear, I just saw something come across my phone. The walls are closing in on Dan Snyder and the NFL and the Good. Commanders. Uh, the House Committee report investigation found that Dan Snyder tried covering up all of his misdeeds, and the NFL helped him. So I was making sure Aditi oh. couldn't see me on camera. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know you're shocked, right? Oh, hey, listen, your boy was doing work on this eight, eight months ago. I told you, bro. I listen, these these boys out here, I told you weeks ago they was gonna find you. It's an election year. Yeah. You thought they was gonna let you get out of here before the house took over? No. You've been hiding stuff all year. Now I'm 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 just keeping it real, man. This is the reason Deshaun Watson didn't get a whole year. That right there. What it's funny is that Why'd they cover up for him, and now they're trying to push him out? Well, because now they're costing him money. Yeah. Daniel uh, Snyder's awful. Real quick, all the is, owners are pretty This is just awful. a Wall Street Journal. I'll just give you a couple yeah. of sentences. Report accuses Snyder of trying to silence his accusers through a shadow campaign that included private investigators, harassment, and attempts to pay hush money. Says Snyder then deceived Congress about those tactics in his deposition to the committee. Yeah. That came after a prolonged fight. Congressional criticisms of the NFL's handling of the matter were just as withering, painting in stark terms the way that the league's actions effectively shielded Snyder from harsh. The league will get no punishment. Daniel Snyder will get kicked out, and that'll be it. It'll go away. Nah, Nothing nah, else nah, is nah, going to nah, happen. Nah, Nothing nah. else is going to happen. We're not trying to hear that. That's why you, you can't give them cover like that, Bull, because every time Deshaun Watson come on his TV screen, they've been yeah. black. I had, a, I had a radio, a television, Samantha Ponder crying. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. I just don't get up out of here. This dude then, then, then covered it up. It's a whole investigation at the country level. Yeah, he's a scumbag. But I'm, I don't hear nothing more about Deshaun Watson. It's not. That doesn't not, mean we shouldn't hear about Deshaun Watson no, no, if no. he did something too. No, no, no. No, no. This is federal. If that was Deshaun Watson, he'd be under the jail. He would be. But I'm saying, just because Daniel Snyder's a scumbag and will probably get away with it, which he shouldn't. Doesn't mean if Deshaun Watson did something I, wrong that he should get a pass. I listen. I'm not, I, I, he didn't. Get, he, all he did is, hey, we had two five grand juries. A grand jury didn't convict him. The Congress convicted his guy. Well, I don't know that they convicted him. I don't they know. didn't convict him. They yeah. just investigated him and found that yeah. 
Yeah, he was uh, just pretty much lying. Yeah, he's a scumbag. He pretty we all much know that. And, I mean, the NFL, and the NFL covered it up. And the, uh, of course, Roger Goodell's a scumbag. They're all scumbags. I mean, of course they are. That. And I got well, one more I, thing. I just, just got to get this on the record. Yeah. That doesn't mean Deshaun shouldn't be held accountable. That shouldn't change anything for Deshaun. So, I don't think one has anything to do with the so, other. So, so here, here's what yeah. we're talking about. It's the, it ain't about whether you hold people accountable or not. It's the energy level. Every single time we hear about Deshaun Watson is, oh, I, people be over the top, over the moon. They got signs with rapists and all kinds of right, stuff. Right, but, but gee, the answer is not to be easier on Deshaun Watson. Yeah. It's to be harder on Dan Snyder. But here's the thing. Yeah. When you say nothing's going to happen, yeah, that's not holding them accountable. I think something should happen, but I know that he's going to get away with it so, because guys like him get rich well, people get away with it. I mean, he's being forced crap. to sell the team. There you go. Okay, so good. he's not getting away with All it. Right, he is true. going to sell the team. That's true. And Deshaun made two hundred thirty million dollars, so go. he's that's not true. exactly hurt. Yeah, right. He, that's true. Give up that team, buddy. We're, we're yeah. going to get back to Baker here, but I, I got to show you guys something. One thing I found real yeah. quick, and I found it on the internet, and we find stuff on the internet. It's brought to us by our good friends at PCC Air Force. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Air Force is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Air Force in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus you can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. We have a stinger from Eddie we're going to play at the end of the show. He gave us another PCC nice. jingle. We'll get that. But let's take tag board full, Steve. You know how Thursday Night Football, Amazon does the shop? Well, Baker's playing tonight, and do you see second line on the left? Who's on the shop tonight, coincidentally? Oh, my God. I'm Odell so... Beckham Jr. All right, I will not be watching a moment of this. With LeBron, I don't know if anybody else if is. If Baker plays... Must-see TV. Wow. I, I'm not watching this. I can't. I have had enough of hearing about Odell Beckham Jr. We're, everybody's doing this Odell Beckham Jr. tour. He's not even going to play this year. He won't even work out for anybody because he's not ready. Like, what is going on? Why are we doing an Odell Beckham Jr. tour when he can't play? No, I want to hear him talk about Baker. Right. He's yeah, that's Odell, fine. Because he's Odell Beckham Jr. He's a superstar. No, he's not. Oh, yeah. No. No, 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 what I'm saying. He didn't play like a superstar no, no, no. anymore. See, yeah. you talk about you, 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 we talk about cultural impact. He don't like. It's not. He's playing. He don't never need to play, and he'll still be a superstar. Okay, I get what you're saying from that perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. on the field, he's not a superstar. Hey, they don't care. He knows LeBron. He knows. Uh, uh, he knows Jay Z. He yeah. has a lifetime Nike deal, and on top of that, he does songs with Drake. He's going to be famous forever. Yeah. It's just one of those things. I don't care. I'm just saying, like, I don't understand what the hubbub is about him right now when he's not playing. Like, why were we talking about where he was going when he – there were so many stories about it. I was like, he's not playing. He's Odell Beckham Jr. But he's not been that good on the field. <laughs> I don't – And by the way, contrary to popular belief – That's OBJ, bro. Contrary to popular belief, yeah, I give him credit. He played well in the postseason <laughs> when it mattered. Overall, he wasn't that much better with the Rams than he was. Like, he wasn't putting up big big numbers with the Rams. He had one big game in the playoffs. He had a nice first. Everybody was like, oh, he would have won MVP. I don't know. Like, Cooper Cup's their best player. Uh, so, I don't know. Um, no. No, come on, boy. You know, he was, you, know, he was, you know he was dominant. You know he was balling the second half of the season. You know that. You he know was that. not balling the second. Oh, in the he, playoffs, he, he did. He I give him that. that. He, was, he came there with no no training camp, no yeah. no none of that. What do you mean no training camp? He, he played, didn't. He, he played he for had, the Browns. He didn't know the pain. On the, he don't know the Rams playbook. He, he averaged about forty yards a game until the How playoffs. How many touchdowns he have here? He had no. He had a lot more touchdowns there. I give him that. And he was in a, He was on a much better team, and he was not the number one receiver. Hey, but he's not a superstar anymore. Bat, on he, the field, he's not a superstar there. But I will yeah. say this: 
I don't know why people was mad. People was mad. Oh, he showed that Baker was garbage. His dad was right. You suck. You've been traded three to three to teams. You yeah. went over here. You was trash. You about to play with the Rams. So what was the problem? Yeah, with Odell's backup Jr.'s dad said he was well, garbage. I, I mean, I don't care. I'm no defender of Baker, obviously, but I, I don't think he was, I don't think a player should do that to another player personally, even though I, you know what I feel about Baker, but that has nothing to do with anything else. I mean, Odell has been his own worst enemy. And he won a he, championship. I mean, he cool. Well, I hear you, but so you know that not everybody on that wins a championship is a superstar. Hey, man, look if you yeah. if you tell me I've been injured a whole lot, they said yeah. I was done, I was washed up, I went to a team I knew nothing yeah. about, and I was contributing. You think he's going to be a big time player ever again? I don't. I don't think he'll if be the same player. Probably not. No, he's yeah. not the same player. I just think there's too much hype for a guy who's just been a guy, in my opinion, since his third year in the league. And I was nobody was more excited to trade for him than I was. And I don't like hate Odell personally. Like I'm not rooting against him like I do with Baker because I root against Baker. But like I just think there's too much hype. We some and some, he makes himself a victim all the time, and I'm kind of sick of that. Some would argue that we did a whole 25 minutes on Baker, yeah. <laughs> and he's garbage. He's gonna he is garbage. Well, here's the thing. But Baker, it Baker is a superstar. No, he's not. No. Y'all not superstar. understanding what I'm talking about. You're saying Baker's keep, a cultural superstar? Listen, what I'm talking about on the field, yeah. off the field, who you are. Yeah. The reason I'm saying Baker is a superstar is because he can walk anywhere and you know who he is. You he could go anywhere and be like, oh, I'm about to get 19 million on TV. Well, then let's get another word for it because I no. think a superstar, I think a great player on the field. Baker I'm, will never get a national commercial ever again. That was because that's he was true. Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, listen. No, I think he's right. He's already got a Nissan one. A Nissan? No, that's the Heisman. That's he's the part Heisman. of it. He's in that's that true. commercial. He's in but that's through the Heisman. If it's because he, he won the Heisman. Here's, he, he, could be, he could be the next wave of Lee Corso. Well, I said he's going to be on Big Noon Kickoff in two years, three they're gonna years. Give him, they're going to give him that bag. Baker Mayfield, Johnny Menzel, all these people, when you can say them and they know if I could walk in the middle of the hood or the woods or the country and you know who I am, that means you are know. a superstar. I think Manziel's a punchline. He's not a superstar. He's a punchline. Everybody knows who Johnny Manziel is. We got, we need a Everybody knows word. who Charles Manson is. Doesn't mean he's a superstar. Well, <laughs> I mean, he's dead and he's a silly kid. But here's, here's a reason why judges sometimes don't let people do interviews behind jail because they are superstars. Like Ted Bundy, they're like, no, 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 no. Y'all not going to yeah, come They're celebrities. They're celebrities. I yes. think we need to do We can't call them superstars. I All feel right. like you got to change the word. We'll, we'll I'll give it. I'll, I'll give it a little bit. Yeah. You know, I want that Celebrities. Yeah, that's celebrity. Fair. He's a yeah. celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Odell is a big time celebrity. Huge, yes. And Baker yes. is a celebrity. Not yes. as big as Odell, but he's but, still a celebrity. Yes, bit really I give big. you that. I give you that. Hey, I don't scare think... me, bro. Who's that? Hey, Jay's here. Is that Jay? <laughs> Jay. Hey, man, don't you do that. Jay just made it. <laughs> Jay, hey, is Jay coming hey, in? Jay's in the house. Don't you be doing been... that, bro. <laughs> I, I saw a white dude at the door. I said, do we have shooter rolls around here? Let's... Somebody gets. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shoot Jay, look at this uh, picture. That... No! This picture. You feeling all right? You I'm, good, I'm, man? I'm shook. I'm not going to lie. You should go to the doctor, we were saying. No, you know what? One but you the, never know. You feel good in the uh, moment, and then later in the I day, you feel bad. I don't have the, uh, the adapter for my Do we have an adapter? Feet. We need an this adapter. This is crazy. This don't usually happen. No, I'm happen good. Like this, I'm I swear. good. Uh, so a lady T-boned you? Yeah, my car's totaled, Oh, man. my God.
That's, she went through a stop sign? She blew right through a stop sign. She said she was in a hurry. She doesn't travel this part of town. Um, oh, my gosh. And she said that she... Uh, she but you're she all never, right. She never saw me. I saw her. Um, and I tried to steer out of the way. But you couldn't do it. But you're all right. I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I got. I think my arm might have a bruise or something where the airbag... I had never yeah. been in a vehicle where an yeah. airbag had been deployed. Oh, my God. It's like God. a burn. You got like a burn from the airbag. It, yeah. I mean... That's scary. It was nuts because yeah. I got I got I'm we got it. Yeah, we got to fix all... You, this has yeah. been the show, the okay. chaos. Just throw it out. We can yeah. take it out right okay. now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was just... You know, more than anything, it was just a complete and utter surprise of it. You know, yes. when you're going through an, and it was, I got to tell you, the, the one thing that I'm very lucky about is uh, if it had, if I hadn't braked and turned away, she would have got me straight in the side door, oh. in my driver's side door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and God. my front tire ended up, you know, inside the engine cavity. Jeez. I mean, she was going at a, oh, at a heavy God. enough clip where my legs would have been pinched. And my upper body would have been oh, jetted God. that way, but you know. You should go to the doctor. I know you're not going to do it. I will. But I'm, sometimes I'm okay. later in the day, you feel some pain. Yeah. I got into an accident once. I was fine. Then a couple hours later, my neck was that, hurting. Well, you know that might happen. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm not saying that it won't. But yeah. you know, it's you, scary. You seem a little. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely shaking. listen. Yeah. When you're involved in something like that, yeah, it's uh, scary. And I was really shook for her. She was upset. She was really upset. Mm. Um, and it took a little while, but she was uninjured as well. Thankfully, everybody you guys walked very lucky. Yeah, very I t- lucky. as I told her when she got out, the first thing she says is, oh, my God, you have such a nice car. I go, that's okay. It can be a place. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it took oh, me a while was... to get out because I had to climb yeah. out through this maze of airbags, side oh airbags, everything. Oh, my God. I'm well, tell good you thing what. it all worked. Remember, did you walk you, here, Jay? You was. Did you walk here from the crash? I did. <laughs> Where was the crash? First of all, she gets on the car. She's like, oh, my God, I know you. <laughs> Where was the crash? Uh, Rockwell and 13th. Rockwell. Three blocks right. from okay. here. I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, why is all these cops over here, bro? Yeah, we like, had this fire trucks. Oh, everything. Oh, like, shoot match. Yeah. A little, little do I know there was you hanging out there. Yeah, and, but But you, you said something a couple weeks ago about them, about them seatbelts, bro. And I yes. went home yep. and I looked at them seatbelt crash. And by the way, in the state of Ohio, you are not, you are not, uh, you, it's, you don't legally have to wear your seatbelts in the back, but you should. You wow, should. really? I didn't know that. I thought but all you passengers sh- but, but you should. There's no oh, reason not to. It's crazy. There's no reason not yeah. to. You put them seatbelts on. I watch literally like crashes where people have been injected out the sides and the backs. And it changed me since you said that. My mom and dad got in the car and said, y'all, y'all got to put your seatbelts on. And they was kind of spooked. Like, yeah, bro. I've had a couple people that have reached out to me on email and, and uh, have told me that they didn't have a seatbelt habit, but they saw they didn't have a seatbelt habit, yeah. but they saw my final take. For those of you that didn't, I had a nephew that on Halloween night was involved in a car accident that changed his life forever. Mm. Tremendous athlete, missed the state tournament by one match last year as a sophomore in a grown man oh, class. Man. 185, I think was his weight class last year. Big, strong kid, plays football, very good athlete. Had, you know, would have been a, a state contender this year and per- perhaps by his senior year a, a chance to win the state championship. Um, was involved in an accident, didn't have a seatbelt on, ejected from the vehicle. Oh, my God. Um, his, I think is 10 down, C10. So I think it's, it's basically about the lower rib cage oh. down. He's paralyzed. And oh. I get, I get, uh, video oh my God. Uh, a couple times a week from his rehab sessions. He's in Chicago now yeah. rehabbing, learning how to live the rest of his life. Jeez. 
The funny thing, and one of the videos, it's not funny, but it, it, you don't think about this. If if I push you, you don't, without knowing it, you tense your legs up right, right, sure. to keep from falling. That's yeah. I mean, that's 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 what you right. do. Yeah. And there's video of him sitting in a chair, and he has he, they're teaching him that, and they tap him and. He goes all the way over. Ugh. He's got nothing to lock yeah, right, up right, right. from here down. Yeah. So um, I get, I, and I, I ask for the Ugh. videos because I want to be kept up to speed. I want right, to go through right. this experience with them. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And, and uh, the, the, one of the first things that came through my mind is, I don't care about my car. I just right. got the car, too, you know, not oh, long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even care about that. Yeah. Um, I'm just thankful that, you know, I, yeah. I, it could have been right. worse. Well, it's good so. that you had a new car and you had airbags that were working. Now, and... is Baker Mayfield washed up? Is he a bust? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we got work- so sorry I missed that conversation. <laughs> We didn't do it. We, didn't we actually it. were just about oh, to do it. We didn't it. do it. Things got all turned around today. You missed the draft for the two drafts. I before, know. I was so prepared. And you missed prepared. Fence Riders. I was so prepared. Good. For the Unlike draft. these two who are not prepared for yeah. the draft. Can, do we know who won that? G Bush, anytime we put a poll up, you win. So, I yes. clearly won the second one. There was no, 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 no doubt. He said clearly. I was in it. I won both of those polls. You were lost. Your <laughs> One thing you can never, do, man, will rarely say yeah. you won or lost is a draft. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, true, I mean, yeah. it's it's all. We but, do though. Uh, we do have to talk a little. Jo- we could do Baker for a few. We got to get some Josh Bell in here because we didn't get to right. it yesterday. The audio. Oh, right. Right let's let Jay. Let, let's go five minutes on yeah. Baker and wrap up with Josh Bell. Why well, can't I think, yeah, I think Baker's done? I you mean, think he's done? I just, can anybody argue that he's not? I actually, I said they, earlier. It's they, so funny because you were the biggest of, Baker defender. Jason and I were the biggest, and G, we're all big critics. We think there's a chance I think he can still have at least thing. a career. I think it's a really good thing And you for think him. he's completely done. Well, I, the thing is, he's, this is if, if they had Cooper Cup and he had time in the offense. Right, they got nothing there. But uh, if you think about what he's going to put on tape. Right. That's what he's going to be able to go into the free agency period with. What he's going to put on tape is a one and five record with the Carolina Panthers, yep. a team that has a better record without him as a yes. starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he's now going to. The, I am hoping with everything because I need something positive today. <laughs> I hope I get in front of my TV at eight o'clock and I yep. turn it on and I get to watch Baker Mayfield yeah. quarterback a team. It's like putting a bag over someone's head. <laughs> Funneling a fifth of liquor down their throat, <laughs> spinning them around 50 times, take the bag off and say, go play the most <laughs> difficult position in all of sports. That sounds fun. They might do that. Yes. That's what I'm told. They might. He's been there 48 hours, and they so might. So what's that tape going to look like? <laughs> yeah, well, they, they don't have cup. Their offensive line's awful. They can't run the ball. Right. So they really have nothing. So how do you think that he's going to do well, something? Well, not this year. I think there's a but, chance. But, but that, he's never again. He's done getting a guaranteed starting spot. That we I know. would think so. I think there's a chance he could go. I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen. I think there's a chance he could go somewhere, maybe in St. Maybe with the Rams, St. Louis. Maybe in L.A. with the Rams. Yeah. If Stafford retires because of his injury or whatever. Sure. And if he's with a good coach, <coughs> if he gets a chance to compete for the starting job, but that, that would maybe be the coach still that has a career. I, I, yeah, sure. I think Long this term. is a long-term play for the Rams. Oh, you because, do? Oh, yeah. 
Because what? otherwise, why would they claim them? Like they wouldn't claim I know, them. I or mean, a long time lottery ticket. If, well, yeah, but I'm, but I'm saying yeah. I don't think they're looking at Baker as the next six games. I think they're looking at his, hey, he's young. He's had success. That's exactly. It. Yeah. And, and you know what? I, I, McVay is the quarterback whisperer, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, he's had success with the offense. Yeah, I can see why he might think I'm Father Flanagan. I can save this kid. And I think they're looking at this as yeah. an opportunity. They have no draft picks. Right. If Stafford does yeah, walk you're right. away, you're right. like, what quarterback are they getting? But no, the only you're thing, right with that. That's so I think the only thing, thing I say is like they had a Baker-esque quarterback in Jared Goff. And he was like, it's not good enough. We need somebody better. Well, he could, yeah. Now, he may have no choice at this he, point. He may not be able to win a Super Bowl, but they won yeah. quite a few games with him. And, and they don't have – Well, they Baker. went to the Super Bowl with Goff. Yeah, yeah they, they went to a Super Bowl with Goff. Yeah. So, when you look at Baker – And Goff's actually having an okay season. And he, would go, he should just go out there and just Detroit's throw the ball around. Detroit's having the best season in years. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah. me ask you this, Jason, because this was talked about. I never looked it up, but I, you'd be the guy to know. I was told that the, that the Rams were the only team to put a waiver claim in on. Yes. Yeah. That was, but by my understanding, there's an order to that claim. Yes. Once a team puts the order in. Well, but in, everybody puts in claims at the same time, and then you find out who got based them. Based on the order. Oh, I didn't, okay. Them. That's what I was wondering. Right, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's what I didn't know, yes, and I wanted yeah. clarification on it. Yeah. So, I, that's a bit surprising and telling. And that's why I think this is longer than a six-game play, because they've given up on the season. Like, you, you know, if, think. Yeah. But the fact so that the I, tires on them but for they five might games. have thought somebody else would claim them for that little money. Well, probably San Francisco. That's Maybe. probably where they were trying to keep them from. That's yeah. the only other team that would really make sense. I mean, but sure. I asked yeah. Aditi when we had Aditi on. It's curious to me. <coughs> asked for his release. So did he have this in mind? Uh, I was this if, a backdoor play? I think, the, I think the agents probably had already contacted them and said, look, we would love to get Baker here. Right. After have Baker ask out of his contract. Because I thought, okay, this is the first time where he's going to be able to pick his own situation and pick yeah. his next team. Because we said earlier, I thought Carolina was an awful spot for him at the time of the trade. Yeah. I didn't like good. Carolina. So now he's in control of his career for the first time. Oh, but he's not because the Rams just claimed him. But was this done with the intention of the Rams claiming him? Yeah. I don't Guys, know. It's interesting. Let's question. leave that here because we do want to get to Josh Bell. We didn't get a chance to talk about yeah, it yesterday. You're right. We got ten minutes to go. Um, let, let's let's start. Jason, you weren't here yesterday, although we didn't get to it. Your take on the Josh Bell signing by the Guardians? It's a great signing. You know, yeah. Jose Abreu was the name that we had talked about as a right-handed bat. Josh is a switch hitter. It doesn't kill you against lefties. Uh, not great a, against lefties, but, does, doesn't but kill he's not Josh Naylor. He's better than Josh Naylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a terrible time at San Diego Awful, this year. Yeah. And probably deflated his value a little bit. That's but why he still he won the Silver him. Slugger because he was really good in Washington. He was really good in Washington. Yeah. He was great in <laughs> Pittsburgh. I think it's a great signing. I was excited to see it. It's that punch that they need. Yeah. And now we'll see what they do at catcher. Jay, your thought. So, first. the question, yeah. I think the question was, I, I left my notes in my car. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think the question was, is this the big move for the Guardians? Yes. And I, I my answer is, it's a big move. I yeah. hope it's not the only move. I think Murphy at catch is yeah. absolutely a fit. I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed and hoping that that happens. But you can't not love this move. It's a major, major upgrade at the position. Naylor wasn't a natural first baseman. He was improving right. as a first baseman. Yeah. And Bell, I don't think, is a defensive. No, he's a great defensive. Yeah, he's yeah. not a great defensive first baseman no. at all. But what I'd say about him is as I dug into his stats, because I remember the one really good year, but as I dug into his stats, he's had five, what I would say, uh, or no, four full seasons, more than 140 games. He's had some seasons where he missed some time. Right. Um, His averages, if I can remember, I think his averages for those four full seasons, 25 home runs, 71 RBI. 
Yeah. And last year, his numbers were, I think, 17 home runs right. and 71 RBI. Because he just completely so, tanked in San Diego yeah, the last two months. Yeah, he didn't do well at yeah. all in San Diego. But yeah. he, was on, he was having a fairly great good year, year when he was Washington. moved. Yeah. So I, I think it's a great move. I think it addresses one of their two biggest needs. I think their biggest need was catcher. Yeah. But yeah. I think their second biggest need was first base. You can still keep Naylor in the mix. Yeah. You can use him as a DH, have him hit right-handed pitching, uh, you know, platoon him with someone who can handle lefties. Yeah. I'd like to see them go out and find that bat. They right? have to. So, I'd like to see. Gee, what do you think? Were you, were you excited about this or, or <coughs> lukewarm? Uh, I mean, I, I'm going I'm to see 30 home runs. I mean, he, he could he, hit 30 home runs. It's it, not a guarantee, could, but he certainly could. This is a good hitter's ballpark. Where do you put him in the lineup? Do you put I, him before Ramirez? Do you put him after Ramirez? Um, I would put him right after Ramirez. I would, too. Well, I would not put Ramirez out of the three-hole. That's pretty well. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm hitting Josh Bell four, probably. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, guys. This shouldn't be the biggest move. It should be catcher. I agree with yeah. you guys. If it's not Sean Murphy, go after Alejandro Kirk. He, you probably have to give up even more for him. because You I mean, were disappointed about what happened with Contreras yesterday. Only because sure, he went right? to the Cardinals. Right. I knew they were going to lose him. And that's like when I'm we lost Hayden to the – It's worse than when we lost Hayden to the Steelers because a lot of people thought Hayden was kind of right. done. I hate that he went to the Cardinals. If he yeah, got, got anywhere but the Cardinals or Yankees, I would have been fine. But um, but now that that's happened, obviously Murphy's the best catcher on the board. The, it's going to take a lot to get him. Supposedly yeah. the Cardinals said the price was too high. The Guardians have to – like, if they don't get him, they got to get somebody else. There's got to be – and that's the thing. Like, as a player, I, I think Josh Bell, I like him, don't love him as a player. However, the upgrade they got – because to me, it's not about Naylor. It's about – essentially, he's taking Owen Miller's at-bats. Yeah. Right? Right. And he, from Owen Miller to Josh Bell is a tremendous upgrade. Major upgrade. And now, you're right. In addition to catcher, which has got to be their biggest move, because they're going to take a hit in the prospects, which they need to do and they can afford to do. Yeah. They have to get a first-base DH type who can crush lefties, and hopefully he's a guy who can play a good defensive first base. You yeah. don't see this very often at that position, but you can so bring him in late games. Late but, but, the game. But, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Who do you want there in 7th, 8th, and 9th inning exactly. is a critical game. But because you, Naylor sucks defensively, and Bell is a first base. You know base what? I, I, so I used to think Naylor sucked, but get, he made some pretty nice he plays. He improved. Think of the play he made in the playoffs, the playoffs with the stretch. The he did improve. I saw. We were at a game. We all went collectively to yeah. a game. And one of the first things I said was, I, I, I don't have high hopes for this season. We got a short, pudgy guy playing first base who right. doesn't know the position. A couple innings later, he boots a ball yeah. that is a big play in the game. And I go, see, this, this guy's yeah. terrible at first base. Juxtapose that with the play he made in the playoffs. I'm like, man, he that guy's improved, come a long But way. it would still be nice to have another guy I agree you believe in more. Th- you telling me you need three people to play one first base? No, two positions, first base, DH combined. Yeah. So, so you have Naylor, you have Bell, and so you I'm, need another guy? Naylor cannot play against lefties, period. Yeah, he, he can't. Cannot he hits hit lefties. 160 against yeah. lefties? He's horrible. He's, he is untenable I against lefties. I don't think they're going, this is it. They're not going to go get another bat outside of catcher. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but, but Jason. If you could get a you could get a first baseman who could just hit a DH first baseman who just hits lefties, you can get that guy for five million. Yeah, he's not a premier not a star, guy. but a guy basically at, it's you're splitting Naylor in half. Right. You're looking for Brandon Geyer. Yes, yes. That's somebody who's a positional a, a guy a, who could play the a field. situational guy. Yes. So it's not going to be a big dollar, you know, free agent name. Or, if, right. If, or you ship Naylor and you go out and you get all in one, you get the guy, but that's going to cost yeah. too much money. Right. So well. you kind of piece that position together. Dollar hey, man, store. You know what you're doing? You know what you're doing? But here's the thing. You're trying now. to figure out how to stretch that buck in the grocery store. For you. I think that guy's Owen Miller. I don't think they're. I don't think they're bringing. Maybe else maybe in. it is Owen Miller. Yeah. We're going to put some. I don't, maybe I don't it love is that. Owen Miller. 
put this yeah, the over problem a is there are other young guys like Brennan and Benson. They're lefties, See, right? Yeah, Chris, you, you know, um, so but the catcher is imperative here. I mean, it would be if they don't get a big upgrade at that position, you know, even if they got Christian Vasquez, who's not as big an upgrade as you would like, that's still a lot better than hedges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, so I, I they do have more work to do. And I'll tell you what, I'd love them to go get a veteran middle of the road starting pitcher, too, for eight. I would like that. too. Where, did y'all, where is this bag coming from? I don't. We, <laughs> got, we got a new owner. We got, got, we got a part owner. Minority owner. They got one of the lowest payrolls in the league. Spend some freaking money here. You're right. In the pitcher, a catcher, another first base. Well, the catcher's not going to cost a ton of money. Bro, the Yankees just dropped Forty million a year on one guy. How do, the, by the, the way, the Padres spent did eleven year contract. Guy's not even a superstar. He's I know, a really good player. Crazy. He's not a superstar. He's thirty. I was and watching. He's 30. I was At least watching. Judge is a superstar. I was watching MLB Network yesterday. Yeah, and they had their uh, color analyst on, um, former pitcher. What the hell's his last Lighter? name? Bell. I think his last name's Bell. Is their color commentator? Padres. Yeah, Padres. Oh, oh the Padres. Oh, yeah, okay. and, and they were talking about. He's like, wow, you know, Padres were in on on Judge. Trey Turner and Judge. They were the and, secret and, team. And he said, what are they? What's going on here? And he goes, yeah. our owner's just committed. He's just writing think checks. About, I, I don't, but that's not a good. That's not a good way to spend money. Well, I no, but in the short term, I I think in the long term that contract's a disaster. For it them. is a disaster. But think about it in the short term. It, it, they're they're gonna have oh, their after his suspension's over. Ridiculous. They're gonna have Machado. Tatis, Soto, Soto what, Bogarts. What is Tatis going to be? I still think he's going to be a great player. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. you just, you, you, it, it's worth asking right. how much of a difference is there. Yeah. We, we know what the baseline was for Barry Bonds and what he ended up becoming. Right. Now, I'm not saying that use has that big of an impact on every player. We'll see. We'll, we'll you're see. right. It's fair. I'm going to assume he's still going to be real great. But, he, you know, but their lineup is ridiculous. I, I, I think I was talking to somebody about yeah. this who works in baseball. The Chargers leaving helps the Padres. They're the only team in town. Yes, right, right, that's right. true. They have the whole market to themselves yeah. now. But I still think this is going to be a Florida Marlins situation. Eventually, they're going to cut and burn all these guys. You would yeah. think they're going to try and trade and unload this. Yeah. I don't know how tenable well, but this those is. Guys, it, they're it, still spending. In another three, four. I mean, Soto will still be good. But in another three, four years, Machado and Bogarts are going to be a disaster. Well, I don't even know it's going to be that long. Like, I think they're trying to go all oh. in for another year or two. Maybe. Like the Marlins did. They won in 97, and they said, yeah. okay, and we're done. And then in 98, you look at their roster, and you're like, who are these guys? Right. That division's tough. How old is their owner? Their owner? Yeah, I don't know, know much about him, but the, the, the color analyst was like, He's got unlimited money. He's not yeah. afraid to use it. Good like, for him. Can he buy the Can he Can he buy the Guardians? Yeah, right. <laughs> can you imagine how much fun that would be? I mean, yeah. How many How many How many designer purses does your wife need, man? Yeah. You can't exactly. just say, I'm, "Buy me the championship." Exactly. I don't care about these but kids coming after me. They got to work. The good thing is the Guardians. <laughs> right. Can't the take it with you. The good thing is the Guardians don't need that much. They really don't need. No, that they much. don't. No, and you know they could for for that mo- amount of money, forty million a year, they could add that to their payroll and still be middle of the yeah. pack. Right. In baseball. Right, there's no reason they shouldn't be able so, to land 40 I, and million. that's I think I think we deserve to be at least middle of the pack. In Absolutely. Payroll. Yeah, Chris said Chris Antonetti said the a payroll would be appreciably higher. Again, I don't think there's anything to do with minority ownership because the Dolans didn't get that money. That went to uh, Kansas City, Sherman. But everybody that was just, his shares. They all just got another forty million from that the Bam, Bam Tech. Tech. The Bam exactly. Tech. So, so, so that needs go. to be. You spent what? What are they? Uh, what was the Bell contract? I can't remember how much money it was. Now seventeen ish. And he can, opt out. he can opt yeah. out after right, the first right. year. You know, I, I, that was funny to me. I yeah. saw that. Why can he? What, that I didn't like that part of because the that's how they could get him. Because oh, yeah. you okay. bring him, but in I don't mind. But I don't. Have, I don't like it. Here's what I don't mind. If he has a great year, well, he opts out. Okay, he had a great year. I guess. And if he has a, just an average year, well, you got him for a second year, and he was decent. 
Yeah. Well, but, I, I, a mutual opt-out would have been fine. I would have been good with that yeah. because what if he's a pig and we want to cut Unfortunately, that's the way. So we're stuck. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how you get a player. But, uh, yeah. but I, you know, that's that's not a crazy amount of money. And, and they have some money. The catcher, if they get Sean Murphy, he's not making that much money right, right. now. So right. you could add a starting pitcher and a platoon first baseman for another $15 million total. Which one do you guys want to wrap us up? You wrap get us up, out? man. We got to go. All right, we got, the, we got overtime coming up. What are we doing on overtime, Mike? Best Cleveland athlete of all time. Best Cleveland athlete of all time. Stick around, become a member. Subscribe and become a member. $4.99 a month to become a member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show for all the bonus content. We're glad Jay's okay. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. <laughs> What's with the mixed minus? Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.